You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. technical difficulties on my end on our end but we are back it was uh it wouldn't recognize our microphones so uh, they're right here yeah, i know they're right here but it was it kept thinking we were using the uh webcam microphone i don't know oh, fuck wouldn't that. yeah fuck that thing um so yeah technical difficulties are we, are we good now we should be good if you're listening to this after the fact on uh soundcloud or itunes or something like that you're probably i'm probably fix it i'll fix it i will fix it i'm not gonna say probably i will anyway hey scott hey Welcome, welcome back. Saturday night. Well, everybody else is busy drinking, partying, and stuff like that. We're here putting on a show for nobody, but that's okay. Watch it later, folks. How are we doing, Scott? We're doing good. We're doing good. Look at you spiffy in your polo. I had a dance recital tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I killed it. Did you? Did Macarena? Chicken dance? No. What? Oh, okay. Oh, I was... It, it's 2021. It's... I'm sorry, anymore. Scott. I, I'm living in the 90s. No, my daughter had a dance recital tonight, so I had to... Oh, then to... the Macarena Chicken Dancer, uh, absolutely going uh, to... I had to clean up. No, they're more advanced than that. They, they actually... Oh, they, were doing, they were doing the WAP? They were dropping it No, dropping they it were doing their own dances, for oh. your information. It was like some dance moms, Abby Lee Miller shit, dude. Oh, you got part of that. You got acting that nonsense. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm a dance dad. I'm a dance dad. It's terrible. I'm a soccer dad. I'm a gymnast dad. I'm a dance dad. Dance parents are the I'm worst. I'm all in. They're, they're the worst, though. They're they are worst. not the worst. Yeah, you know, are. there are some bad ones, and they give the rest of us a bad name. Mm. But you watch that Dance Moms show on TV. You ever watch that shit? I've watched clips. Dude, I can never say I've watched it. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure of mine. You're part of the problem. That shit's fucking fire. You're part of the problem. But it's also fake as shit. Like, it's all fake. My cousin used to. Um, the show takes place in Pittsburgh. It's a dance. Always is it always? It's in a Pittsburgh? dance studio in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, that's where they're 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 all over the place. I assume it's just random. They go across the country or some shit like that. They they travel across the country for competitions, but their main studio is in Pittsburgh. That's where all the girls are from. And my cousin, who's younger than me, used to take dance there, and she's like, "Yeah, it's all fucking fake. That's all for TV." And I said, I hate how fucking fake Hollywood is. is. I fucking hate Hollywood so much. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad that you got your, you got jiggy with it. Um, I'm glad that you hit the floor hot and stomping and everything. I'm, I'm, am I reaching with any any of this, Scott? No, no. I'll but quit we'll while I'm let's ahead. Move on. I'll let's quit move while on. I'm ahead. Yes. You brought a, you brought some drinks for us. You brought a drink. Oh, food. I did. It's not a beer. In fact, I'm gonna run. Yeah, run I'm out to run the kitchen. Go. He's gonna run out to the kitchen right now. He's got to grab a bottle. It's not a beer. It's in fancy alcohol glasses um, that I got going on here that are dripping wet with condensation because of the ice. Uh, what do we got, Scott? We are drinking Buffalo Trace. That is a big fucking Kentucky bottle. bourbon, dude. This, this stuff's like huge. fucking gold. And I'm, uh, I'll get it close to the camera. Here, yeah, get so. it close to the camera. This is, uh, 
it's it's nice. It's very nice. Oh, check it out. Isn't oh yeah, Buffalo Trace, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. I he's taking it back out there. Um, yeah, this is this is kind of nice. It's a surprise. You texted me before you came here, and you're like, dude, do you have ice? And immediately when you said that, I was like, I got to crack some ice. Yeah, so. we got some ice. So I love, love, love this shit. But it is so hard to find. Really? Yeah. It, it, and the story about how I got this, it's, it's like impossible to get. I happen to be in the plaza where our local wine and spirits store is. Great place to hang out. And I was, I was going into a different store. And I thought, you know, what the fuck? I'm just going to go in. I'm going to check. And I was actually looking for a certain kind of rum that they didn't have. And I thought, you know, I'm going to check the bourbon aisle. So I go to the bourbon aisle. Of course, no Buffalo Trace. So I'm about to leave, and an old man walks in. And the young girl working the counter goes, it just got here. They haven't put anything out yet. So if you just want to hang out and wait. I hear this. That's how you know that you go to the liquor store more, too often. I'm intrigued. Apparently, I found out later because I had a conversation with the old man. He's, he, it was the third time he went in this day because the truck was supposed to be there that day. Yeah. And it was supposed to be there earlier, and it never showed, and it just got in there. So I was in the right place at the right time. And I'm like, what are the chances? So I'm, I'm hanging out with this guy because he knows what's up. And he looks at me. He's like, you here for Trace? I'm like, you better fucking believe I'm here for Trace. <laughs> So you got your secret then the code guy, words, the old, code language. Uh, another old worker comes out and he's just got bottles up. He's like, "You guys here for the bourbon?" I'm guessing, right? We're like, "Yes," and I just got two giant handles of Buffalo Trace. Hundred dollars <laughs> later, oh Holy man, shit, fifty bucks, fifty bucks a bottle, worth every. It's no penny. wonder I don't know about that. I, you, you'll find me at the the ten dollar wine aisles. The the $12 rum aisle. Fuck that noise, man. Give me, find me that good sale going on. Oh, there's $2 off rum. I got to get on that now. Buffalo Trace is the shit. That's not bad. And actually, they have other brands that are even more expensive. This is like the most affordable one. Yeah. So I'm a big, big fan. So Let me already, know what you think. Yeah, we already know what you um, have to say about it. You're really enjoying it. Um, got some peach water right here. I'm it gonna... tastes like a wedding. It, you know what? It does kind of remind because me of a wedding. I, I can't speak for everybody out there, but bourbon. I love bourbon. I love scotch. But they're a little, I love scotch. They're scotchy a little scotch, scotch. scotchy scotch scotch. I love bourbon. I love scotch, but they're a little too pricey for me. So I don't really drink it on the regular. But when I go to weddings, I like funnel this stuff. That's because usually it's <laughs> it's open bar. Yeah, yeah that's exactly so... what. So now that I'm drinking, I'm like, oh my god, this tastes like a wedding. It, but yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't ever drink liquor straight like this. I never, like, liquor on, bourbon on the rocks, anything like that. I'm a mix it with some, like, Coke kind of guy. That's mixed drink kind of guy. That's how I usually do it. Um, it's not bad. It's definitely got some a bite to it. It it's shouldn't definitely... taste as good for as strong as it is. So, it, yeah. I, like I said, I might be sleeping in what, here What proof tonight. is this? 100? 100 proof? That's I actually, think? for 100 proof, that's not bad. I that's think not, that's, I could be wrong. It, for 100 proof, it seems it. pretty smooth. So um, I like it. You know, I like it. But I like it because it's liquor, and I'm a liquor boy. Mm -hmm. Through and through, liquor boy. Yeah, I give this a 5 out of 5. I love it. It's hard to find anymore. It's so popular right now. It's all the really? rage. It's all the fucking rage. 
Yeah, but I'm I'm all about that life. So Buffalo Trace Thank bourbon. You. Thank you very much. Mm. If anybody out there can ever get their hands on it, I, I suggest you do so. All right. Uh, Scott, I am on. It's my annual. I think I do this about once a year. Uh, Going to go on a Tinder Bumble rant for a second. I do oh, this, here we go. I do this once a year. And you know what? It's not. It's. I'm not talking about the website. And I know what these apps are for. And I kind of know what to expect when I go into these apps and everything like that. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna go into this. I'm gonna sound hot. I'm not really mad. I'm really not mad. But I'm gonna sound more mad than I actually am. Um, so, if you remember from last time when I was talking about this, I was complaining about the uh, the fact that whenever you match with somebody, a lot of the times, if you're on the male end of things, you're required no matter what to take full control of the conversation and steer the ship wherever it goes. That's There's, Tinder, right? That's uh, that's Tinder, but that happens with Bumble too. Okay. Bumble, I, if I recall, uh, episode Bumble Man, check it out. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was talking about Bumble. I was complaining because I was getting a few matches. I was getting more matches than I'm used to, honestly. So I was feeling a little little uh, chipper about myself. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but I was, when I talked about this, that episode was every single time I match with somebody, they're, Bumble is like Tinder, but the women have to respond first, which is cool. I like that kind of idea of things. And I was complaining because... For some reason, whenever I was going on there and matching and uh, waiting for them to respond, to start the conversation, they'd always start with hello or hi, or like those one word things that women always complain about us guys do, but they're allowed to do it apparently. And I was complaining about that. So Tinder, I'm moving on to Tinder a little bit. I was, I'm complaining now uh, because I matched, I've matched with a few people, you know, try to start, start some conversations, things like that. Obviously Tinder, you know, Typically, the guy starts the conversation, but here's my complaint about this is seems like women like to give you the one or two word responses whenever you throw them some some nice little icebreaker or something like that and give you nothing. They want you to keep steering the ship. Here's my complaint about that. In order for you guys to talk, you both have to swipe right and say, you know what? I'm interested enough that I want to chat with this person. If I walk up to you in a bar and I say, how's it going? My name's Adam. Or, hey, can I buy you a drink? I am making the presence of saying, I'm going to walk up to you, so therefore, it's my job to impress you. On Tinder, no, we have to, you know, swipe on each other, and, you know, we got to, you know, confab back and forth. Um, so I was chatting up this one girl. I send a normal icebreaker. I send to pretty much anyone, just kind of, like, get things going. And I received a response of, LOL, no. I'm like, all right. So I find a website that has like cheesy one-liners and corny one-liners, and I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to keep sending, copying and pasting these corny one-liners and keep sending them to this person and see what they say back. And I've done that a couple times, and they're almost The same girl. Yeah, and they're almost always like a couple word answers. So what I want to do, Scott, I would like to, I made a list. A made list. a list. Oh. I made a list. You know how you like your list. I like lists. I made your list on this website. I'm not going to give the website. I don't care. And I'm not going to give the name of the lovely young lady. That would be irresponsible. Right. But right. I'm going to say, here's a list of some things that I plan on sending and continue sending. And I want to see what you judge them. We're can, gonna, I, can I be the girl? You can be the girl. Can I, can I want I, you. Here's, oh, here's, look at me. I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is what I want. <laughs> Pretty lady. <laughs> All right. This is what I want you to do. So I want you to rate it one out of five. One being the cringiest, creepiest thing. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to talk to you. Five being 
you know what? It's corny, but it works. See, I here's can the thing. Here's the problem with this. Me playing the young lady here. I'm a big hoe, so I'm gonna love this shit. I don't. I can't. I don't know if she's a hoe, but I totally am. It's all for jokes. Okay, Scott. All right, let's all do it. It's all, all for right, jokes. One, one to five. All right. So I'm gonna start the bottom list. Work my way up. I've got ten of them. Ten of them. Okay. All right, here we go. And I'm going to try to put the inflection on them that the that you would probably want to if I was talking to you face All to right. face. So this is the first one. Baby, if you... <laughs> don't laugh. Start baby. Okay. Don't laugh. You're going to make me laugh. Baby, if you were words on a page, you'd be fine, print. <laughs> no, one out of ten. One out of five. One to five. Rate it. Uh Thumbs down on this one. It's a I'm one? gonna give it a. No, I'm gonna. I'll give it a two. I'll All give right, it a so two. it's not yeah, completely it creepy. Yeah, you can do better. You can do better. All right. Um, this one. This only works if you write it. So this only works in message format. It does, but I'm gonna try to get the inflection on it as if I was saying it. Did you? Inv- did you invent the airplane? Because you seem right for me. W R I G H T. Oh. Oh. I hope these get better. I hope these get I, I really hope okay. they are, too. You got to rate it. One to five. No, I do. Three. Three? Just because that's, the, that's the, above the last one. It is, one. because the intellectual point. It yeah, it's a little, it's a little smart. A dumb girl would be like, what? I don't yeah. get it. All right. Follow me with this one now. Okay, go with me here. Go All with right. me. Okay. Can I follow you where you're going right now? Because my parents always told me to follow my dreams. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. That's going to be a four. Four. That's getting that's up gonna there. That's going to be a four. That's my, best, that's my favorite one so far. All right. This is uh, for some uh, ditzy women. It might be a bit of a thinker, but go along with this one. Is your name Google? Because you have everything I've been searching for. I like that one, too. <laughs> I like that one, too. That's another four. All right. All right. All right. Next There's one. There's 10 of these. There's 10 of these. There's 10 of these. I think okay. uh, that's four. So we're, this is going to be the halfway point right here. Aside from being sexy, what do you do for a living? Oh, <laughs> that's a five. That's my favorite one. That's good. Oh, boy. We hit five. Aside from being sexy. That's the perfect one right there. It is. All right. Um, this is this for the nerdy crowd. For the nerdy crowd. Okay. Here we go. Do you like Star Wars? Because you're the only one for me. Oh, that sounds like a bad Valentine. <laughs> that sounds like 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 my daughter gave out. Uh, yeah, that's like a great Mandalorian. Valentine. She gave out Mandalorian Valentines this past year. That's that's gonna be a two. That's that's a fair enough. Yeah, All right, this cool. is one pretty topical. I think this is pretty topical for the d- okay. day and age of finance and economists and things like that and things that are going on in the world. Are you a bank loan? Because you've got my interest. Oh. <laughs> Four. Four? Four. All right, all right. That's a good one. Let me take another sip of this. Hold on. Do what you do. Do what you got to do. All right. right. By the way, I have some. I have some to give you. All right. Yeah, give me some. All right. All right. right, We're on to seven. We are on eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten. We're in the last three. You might like this one. Okay. You might have actually heard of this one, too. Are you related to Jean-Claude Van Damme? Because Jean-Claude Van Damme, are you sexy? I love it five. I love it five. That's, That's great. I have heard that one. I've heard I thought you that might one. have. All right, all right, all right. Uh, last two. This is a thinker for some people, maybe. Do you like raisins? How do you feel like a date? Oof. That's a bit of a Oof. thinker for some. That's a two. Two? That's a two. All right, the final one that I chose to uh, put on the show. The final one. 
If you were a Transformer, you'd be Optimus Fine. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a five. That's a five. I love a Transformer joke. I thought you might I like that one. That's why I kind of want to do that one last. So you said you got some? You got I, got, some? I got a couple. I got a couple. Two I've used before. Really? They've worked. I used them on the same girl. And another one, <clears throat> I got it from a movie. So, all right. The first one is... You know, Good. Put the inflection <clears throat> on it. I got, oh, dude, I got this. All right, all right. Hey, baby, do you wash your pants in Windex? Because I could see myself in them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that the one that worked? No, no, <laughs> no. Is that the one you heard from a movie? No, that, it kind of worked. It was already established person. Okay, anyway, okay. the next one, the next one is the one that worked. And this is this is a this is a Peter Dinklage joke too, by the way. Like right, right, Saturday right. Night Live skit. Well, well never mind. All right, let's go. <clears throat> hey, baby, are those space pants? Because that ass is out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> space pants. Okay. I remember that. That's one of my favorite skits. Okay. I remember that. And the last one is from the movie uh, Tim. Me- oh, no, Saturday Night Live joke. Tim Meadows was in The Ladies Man. Did you ever see yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. He goes, he goes, hey, baby, was your daddy a meat burglar? Because it looked like he stole two fine hams and placed them down the back of your pants. It kills me every time. I love it. I love it. Uh, so try those ones. See? Uh, maybe, maybe I'll think about I mean, it. I'll think about what it. What do you got to lose? I don't have anything to lose. You're right. You're right. I don't have anything. Problem is, none of her pictures like allude to like seeing her ass. Like it's always frontal pictures. I can't use the ass ones. But you know, I'll, I'll try. I'll try the pants one. The pants one. I'll, I'll you wash your pants with Windex because I can see myself in them. Oh, I've got. I got a little advice mm-hmm. for some of the women, and this is not me mansplaining. Just a little advice for you know, yep. for uh, women out there who are on these apps, Tinder, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, whatever's out there. Um, FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnly.com. My favorite. Um, sorry, I was going to say something else, but I don't want to. You say, don't, I don't have actually want to be say lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you'd want a cow noise in your dating I thought there was a cow noise. <laughs> I don't think you'd want one. I don't, if there but is wasn't or, there in the commercial? I don't commercial? know. I, haven't, I don't think I've ever seen the commercial. I think it's been years since I've seen it. Bro. Google years. me, Chuck. Google, Google me. So here's, here's my advice for women who are on these apps. I see, you see a lot of these descriptions. And I'm one of those ones, time to time, I like to read the descriptions. Most of the time, I ignore them. And I swipe right or left. That's what all men do. I'm one of the ones that time to time, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This seems like a paragraph or a story is being told. Let me read this. In your descriptions, I see this a lot. I see um, women talking about something along the lines of, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm trying this again. I used to try this before, and it didn't really work out for me. Obviously, you're back, so that's why you're still there. But obviously, it didn't work out for me, but I'm going to try this again like a frustrated tone. Don't start with that, ladies. Please, don't start with that. But I also hear, see a lot of this, a lot of the, um, if you're just looking for a one night stand or to mess around, you might as well just swipe left. I see a lot of that. Ladies, ladies, ladies. the fuck boys are going to swipe right. No matter what, if that's in your description or not, I'm mm. sorry. It doesn't matter if it's in you, if you write it in there or not, the fuck boys, especially this summer are swiping right. It don't matter. Just letting you know right now, I'm happy that that's what your goals. I'm happy you're setting your goals like that. 
Nobody gives a fuck. Though. And, and here's some issues, and I don't know. I, I I have never been on Tinder or any of these sites, but I have a friend who's in a relationship but has a Tinder account. Not for hookups, but he has it to fuck with people. Really? Yes. That's kind of great. It's kind of great, but at the same time, when you think about the people who are... It's really not, but... It's really not, from but, time it it's, but it's fun to he think about. He has done some really, really funny things. And it, it, it's not like, oh, I'll meet you at Olive Garden on Wednesday night and not show up. It's not, it's not horrible things like that. It's more along the lines of uh, like funny one-liners like we're talking about. Yeah. Like hitting, hitting people with funny jokes. and I mean, I don't know if there's community standards to these dating apps that you're allowed or not allowed to do that. I'm not. I don't really know if they have like rules for that kind of thing. You didn't read the fine print when you signed up. (gasps) (gasps) No. (sighs) Okay. Anyway, what is What does he like to do? He just likes to kind of do like what we did. One liners throwing out there. But he's not being serious. He's just fucking with people. Okay. That's not as bad as I was thinking that you, when you started that whole conversation, it's kind of not as bad as I was thinking. So that's good. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Well, good luck to you. Let me know how it yeah, works out. I, I will report onto the podcast yeah. and see how long it takes for her to un, un uh, unfriend me or unfollow so me or whatever. This it is. girl you've been talking, you've been she's been answering you at least. She's not ghosted you oh, yet. It's, it's like twice. There's no talking to Scott. It's like twice. It's been like a couple responses, and I've thrown a couple back. So the couple that you threw back, she stayed with you here. Like so far, yeah. Okay. Well, so. I'm just You're getting a couple but, bites. That's... But, it's, but it's like one or two arrangements. So that's why I said I'm just going to throw some one-liners out there and see how long it takes for her to say, "What are you talking about?" Do what you got to do, bro. Do what you got to do. That's the plan. I'm I'm trying to be funny. Send her the link to the podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who talked about you on the show? Yeah, link. You use this for advice. You know, and then yeah. come back, come back at me, bro. Um, Scott, I want to go back to. A topic of conversation that we talked about a long time ago, and we kind of stopped talking about it because it kind of made sense because we're guys, and a lot of these products are female-oriented, at least at the start. They've expanded since then. Um, But I want to talk about a story, a new story, uh, from our old pals at Goop. (gasps) Goop product of the day? It's sort of. Sort of. I guess you could say sort of. um, An old segment we used to do was the Goop product of the day. Gwyneth Paltrow has a... uh, I guess you would say holistic uh, health treatment website where it's got all those like fad kind of treatments like stick rocks up your hoo-ha or like do or do this the, the kind of things that doctors say hey don't really do that that's kind of dumb so she came out with a product I don't know why they made this product I don't know why they're selling it for $75 but she came out with this product called I'm not shitting you it's called This Smells Like My Vagina. It is a candle. You see where I'm going with this? It's a candle yeah. called This Smells Like My Vagina. And it's supposed to smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, apparently. Oh, specifically Gwyneth Paltrow's? I, from what the story I read a while ago, I think it's specifically hers. Okay. Can you buy other candles of other famous Scott, women? I don't know. I did not research it that far. Okay. I'm going to say I doubt it. I think a lot of women, especially famous women, are not really going, well, maybe some now, but are not really going for the smell my vagina candles. 
but she charges $75 for it. Like, like how much would the Emma Watson candle or the Zendaya candle cost? Oh, uh, they're hot. I'm asking for a friend. They're, they're hot I'm right asking, now, so that's probably for a friend. solid hundred. I mean, okay. Cruella's coming out. You know, Zendaya's real hot right now and a lot of stuff she's been doing, so, you know. Well, that's Emma Stone, not Emma Watson. You're right. My bad. Emma's. It's Emma. Who cares? Emma's. The bourbon's hitting the brain. Okay, so... At any rate. Anyway. Um, so, so this candle smells like my vagina. Yes. I hope it's soy. <laughs> just, just, I, w- I would hope so, too. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to read you <coughs> the title of this article, and then we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Calls Lawsuit Over Exploding Vagina Scented Candle. Not just any vagina. Exploding vagina. Yes, apparently this name of the episode. This, yes, <laughs> I'll find a way to work it in there. Okay. Um, yes, apparently this man, this guy, I'm not. I, his name is somewhere around here. I don't really care who it is because he's not that important. But he bought the candle, and apparently it says "Do not keep." It gives you those trademark warning kind of things that come with all products that we have now. There, try to avoid lawsuits, and it says. Do not keep lit for past two, for beyond two, more than two hours. But after two hours, you're gonna blow it out. You know, whatever. Um, I guess he let it lit uh, stay lit for like several hours, and apparently it blew up and like caught his house on fire. Mm. So he's now suing them. He's suing them for he's suing Goop for five million dollars because of this defective candle. Okay. I'm gonna say alleged defect candle. We don't know if maybe after three or four hours. The vagina fumes that are all in the house just ignite. Who knows? So, but yeah, that's uh, that's the news story about the latest goop product. So his house got burned down by an exploding vagina. Yes, pretty much. Gwyneth Paltrow's exploding vagina. Yes, Gwyneth Paltrow's. What does that tell you about her <laughs> vagina, lads? <laughs> okay. Hey. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're talking about. Look, Yikes. We don't talk about goop products anymore because... No, it, it just gets awkward. Like, it does get really like, awkward. We're just a couple of dudes who are like... Yeah. It just gets a little awkward. But you know what? That's a funny story. There, a lot of them involve vaginas. <laughs> it seems the, too. the inner workings, I suppose. It seems too, yeah. And they'll talk about some like onyx that you got to place up your... <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like, wait, what? And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, this is up there. I thought this, we're is, like, it like, is? I thought this is like spiritual yoga wellness kind of stuff. And you want me to stick what? Where? What? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, well, goop is something else. First oh. of all, I would never buy a $75 candle. And I definitely wouldn't buy a $75 candle that smells like someone's vagina. Imagine, like, your mom coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like that your mom coming over. <laughs> Hi, honey. How's it going? Oh, my God. It smells like Paltrow vagina in here. <laughs> I think you found another name for the episode. <laughs> Chock full of them today. <laughs> like, uh, what even is that smell like? I am curious now. I, you know what? Send us money. Maybe I'll set up, if, pay- if, if maybe our I'll set up a Patreon <laughs> and you could send us $75 and I will buy it and I will light it right here in the middle of the table. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. We cannot leave it lit for long because you'll burn the shits down. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that. I, I like I this just want to sniff bit, it. So. I want to sniff it. And I want to see what it smells like. I'm just... Uh, Scott Malenke, 2021. I just want to sniff it. I just want to sniff it. But, you know, it's like 
No two vaginas are the same. No, they're like they're like snowflakes. They're all unique in their own way. So I imagine that their their smells and their aromas would would be unique to the to the person as well. I ha I guess I should do more research and see if maybe they have options for other people, other actresses that might want to partake of this vagina I'm going to check the uh, the catalogs of the scientific journals to see if anybody's done a dissertation on this. Because I'm curious now if if vaginas have a scent or like a they... generic scent like a like is there is there a like I I've I've smelled vagina and I can't recall a specific vagina scent. Does that make sense? I like, know what you're trying to say. Like I'm you're flubbing, now. you're flubbing the words a little bit, but I know what you're trying I, to say. I, I, see, this is why we stopped the, the goop product of the day because it's awkward for a couple of bros sitting around here talking about veg. I mean, it's awkward for you, maybe. I'm fine over Listen here. Listen to this guy. <laughs> Listen to this guy. You should lead Tinder with that. <laughs> I know all about the stench of the veg. That's right, baby. I don't need no $75 Paltrow exploding vag candle. For your distraction does not recommend starting I... any Tinder conversation with that, or any conversation at all. So mm -hmm. you will be kicked in the nuts. <sighs> Scott? Yes. I, uh, do you have, do you have uh, anything I do. going I on this week? I got some great news. Stuff? And this is entertainment news. This is, this is the basis of this podcast. So let's get off the weird and get Dude, off the we crazy. we were just talking about this. I almost blew my load in my shorts when I read this article. And I sent it to you right away. Add that to the one-liners for Tinder. Let's go. <laughs> I am super pumped. So I love the movie Highlander. It's a good movie. With Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert is um, great. Sean Connery. Love the, the second, third, fourth. They get a little iffy. The television show with Adrian Paul. I, guilty pleasure of mine. I love that too. That's fair. But I like wanted more. I want more Highlander in my life. You don't think there's been enough Highlander? There is, but it, it, it's due. It's due for a reboot, and I was re I'm ready for it. Oh yeah. And we just got the news. We just got the news. We are getting more Highlander. Really? Yes. Starring your boy. Who's your Who's your man crush right now? Oh. Uh, first one to come to mind. First one to come to mind, I guess I would have to say Patrick Stewart. I love me an uh, old bald man. Love okay, me an old bald fair. man. This is Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. I do like him. Yes. And I was he, just talking about how I've become a, a little bit of a fan of him. He's I, He's been on a lot of things I've liked lately. He's. Uh, I think he's a great Superman. He was great in The Witcher. So yeah, Witcher's I, awesome. So like, I can't wait for more the Henry Cavill. Of that. Fuck yeah. So he's going to, I guess he's being tapped to play the next immortal in the Highlander saga. He's tapped for a lot of iconic roles. A lot of, like, really cool fantasy sci-fi and a lot of, like, iconic roles and things like that. Like, yeah, from what I understand, he's a pretty cool dude. I don't know him personally, but just, just what I've read about him... I hope so. I, I mean, that's not everybody. But there's famous people who turn out to be real douchebags. Yeah. So, so from, Some people from turn what their I vaginas hear, into candles. That's so, right. Yes. That's, so from what I hear, he's an okay dude. So I like that, and I'm super excited for this project. Really fucking excited for this project. Did they project. say, is it like a kind of a reboot of the whole story from like movie one, or are they like continuing the saga? Uh, it, 
It was just it was just a tweet that I read. I don't know too much about it other but than But what would you prefer? Would you prefer an attire just take everything with the with all the CGI that we have today and the things that we can do to make things look good? Would you prefer and you love we love Henry Cavill. Would you Cavill, not Cavill. Um would you prefer if they just kind of redid the whole thing and started like with movie 1 as like a series or like just went further down the line in the years and like continued um the Highlander story? Uh, it's not a deal breaker for me. What I love is the premise. The premise of Immortals. Multiple. Do you think he's going to play a whole new character? Or is he going to take on the role that... Um... Um, I, think, I think he'll be Scottish. I think he might be a McLeod. You, I mean, you had multiple McLeods. You had Connor McLeod, which is Christopher Lambert. You had Duncan McLeod, which was Adrian Paul's character. Then the animated series, you had Quincy McLeod. So there was a whole clan if you will of mcleods that all somehow Wrong turned out for white people but let's keep it going they called themselves that i'm not making that up the, of clan mcleod no they were they were all they all turned out to be kind of immortally immortally you know? is that, but, that but, but what i love is the fact that you can be an immortal you don't get sick you don't die except by have, having your fucking head chopped off and if you are an immortal, you cut another immortal's heads off, head off, you basically take his power and his energy. The quickening. The quickening. Yeah, the quickening. It is fucking radical. I'll be honest it's with you. It's such the, a cool thing. The story of that, I only ever saw the first one. You had me watch it for Course of Cinema. I had you watch it for Course of early on, too. Cool movie. Story doesn't make I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to say it makes very little sense, but there's a lot of confusing things about the story. Like, for example, McCloud. Yeah. Christopher Lambert's character. Right. He was friends with another immortal. Isn't the whole point of immortals you hunt each other down? Isn't that the whole point of being an immortal is you hunt each other down there and There could be only one, Adam. Exactly. There that's could my be point. only but one. But, like, he was friends and he were working. Yeah. It was, like, warning him, like, hey, watch your back, buddy. Like, somebody's fucking killing us and shit like that. Like, isn't the whole point of being the one? Well, Sean Connery's character, who was another immortal who basically trained him and taught him the ways. He was kind of a knight, if you will. Like, he was, <laughs> he had a code. He was a good person. So that's why. Um, and what happens when there is only one? Well, then you gotta fucking take his head off. I mean... But, like, what if... But you're for the last one. What's... What happens then? There's there can no, be only one. So there's... So there's never in the... You're gonna have to explain it to me. There's never been, in the, in the series of the movies, a point when... McCloud cut the last immortal's yeah, head off. in the first movie. That was the last immortal's? Then what the fuck were the sequels about? It's a whole fucking thing, Adam. It's a whole fucking thing. That's and my point. That's why I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's time travel and there's alternate universes and there's all the fucking shit and, 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 and something's done that brings immortals back and Sean Carney himself comes back in one of the later films. Oh, so it's all bullshit It's then. all bullshit, basically. <laughs> it's all bullshit. They're like, wow, we made a fucking a metric fuck ton of mo money in this movie. We need to do more. So would you be disappointed if they took the McClouds entirely out of it and they went with a whole different like family group or, or person or something like that and they didn't even mention McCloud? Would you, would you be upset about that? I mean, I'd be okay with it. I kind of want a tip of the hat. I like, I like paying homage to what came before you. I would at least... You don't have to have the same characters in it, but you could at least mention them. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's a... Easter egg for the fans. And I, that's what I'd like. Okay. 
That's fair. But I'm pumped for You're it. Pumped. Did they give any pumped. like time frame for like, hey, we're looking at 2022 end of it? Or I don't know. They might have, but just stay tuned. All right. Watch this space. We will. We will talk about it again in the future. We okay. got going on next, Scott. Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Are we talking about Bad Batch? We're talking about Bad Batch. So we are going to be talking about episode three and four yep. of Bad Batch tonight, and that'll get us caught up, and then we can kind of do singular episodes following this week. Um, episode three was the episode where they landed on this desolate planet because they needed to like repair the ship for some reason, and then the clone who was part of the Bad Batch who still has his brain scrambled is now leading that um, new um, stormtrooper unit. The unit units made up of pure soldiers, no clones whatsoever, to go take out um, a rebel. The rebels, yeah, yeah, group. And, like, what do you think about this episode? What do you think about the show so far also? Like, I like the show. I think episode three was the weakest. It's pretty weak. I thought episode three was weak. Like, the, the animal on the planet that steals their power converter or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, just for the sake of, like, it has energy in it and it absorbs yeah, energy. Yeah. And they had to get it back. And Some it, wild animal that evolved on a planet that doesn't naturally produce energy absorbs energy from mechanical components. But that makes sense. Sure, yeah, fuck it. Well, no, it... it Gets its energy from fissures in the planet that go down to the core. They can drain the energy from the core. But that's neither here nor that's irrelevant to the story. Yeah. Um, similar to, uh, was it New Hope? Return With the, with the oh, what's the freaking creature called? Drawing a blank. The, the one that was on the Millennium Falcon. That when they Oh, were, the squid creature? He, they're like a... They look like oh, a space the, the little stingray. Space, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They like, flew in that asteroid, and there was that worm in the asteroid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was uh, Empire. It was Empire. It was Empire. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was like draining the Falcon's energy too. So they exist in this universe. Those are a thing. That didn't bother me so much. I gotta ask you. Okay. How do you feel about Omega? She's very annoying. I was actually gonna comment about this. Super fucking annoying, right? I was gonna and listen. Every single, almost it seems like. Not every episode, but it seems like most of the episodes, the plot lines that revolve around, like, the conflict. Omega's missing. Omega got in trouble. Right. We got to bail Omega. Because that happened. That's the entire episode four. Episode that's four four is entirely about yes. a bounty hunter who we saw in the new sequel se- uh, uh, trilogy of Star Wars. What's her name? Who was... Um, is the, isn't that the same chick that was... Um, I'm drawing a blank of all those fucking names. You remember uh, Star the, Wars names are nuts. Do you remember the... Um, Poe Dameron, he had, it was the last movie, and he had that um, friend who had that weird mask that had a slit in it and everything like that. They were going to get it on. We're like, get it on, Bo, get it on. Oh, was that her? I'm pretty sure that's her because the mask was the same, so that's my assumption. I don't remember the name, but I think that's her. Oh, shit. She was, she's a bounty hunter, and her, she was... But do you remember <coughs> the, the bounty hunter who was the, the shapeshifter, the changeling yeah. from the prequel trilogy, also had a similar helmet. Did she? Remember, she tried to execute... I, I would imagine... She tried to execute if, Padme, and I then she ima- got assassinated when she was yeah. about to tell who... I would imagine if they're going for iconic, memorable characters, they're not going to go with the prequel one-off scene from that person. They're going to go with the one that everybody's like, Poe, fuck this chick. She's really hot. I imagine they would go with that one. Yeah, she was played by somebody. Uh... I can't remember. I have no memory of it, but I think, I think that's her. I'm pretty sure that's her. I could be wrong. Um, but the entire... Um, story of episode of episode four of this show is they put out a bounty for her. The, com- the 
Kaminoans or whatever put out a bounty for her to bring her back because mm-hmm. they need her genetic. They need the genetic DNA of like any of the Bad Batch, but they're shooting for her, I guess. Um, and so the entire story is like they got to save her because it's like a Trump through this town that they're trying to get supplies in and hunters trying to rescue her and all this and that's going on. I gotta be honest with you, dude. The show's not bad. I like it. It's not bad. I like it. I don't look forward to watching it every week. It's not a show where I'm like, it's Friday. Let's fucking watch the show. It's like not bad. Like we were with uh, WandaVision. Invincible, WandaVision, even Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, I'm not pumped. Like, it used to be Friday was like a thing where it's like, I'm going to make dinner. I got home from work. I'm going to make some dinner. I did my workout. Let's fucking watch a show. It's on par with Falcon and Winter <laughs> Soldier for me. It really, really? is. Yeah, It's, th- it's much lower. Oh, uh, really? Much lower. I, oh. it's, I, again, I think it stems from, we talked about in this last episode, or last episode, it stems from the, I don't give a shit about the prequel storyline anymore. I'm sick and tired of that version of the Star Wars universe. Let's move on, not talk about it anymore. I'm very, I'm very done with it, too. I think that, I think it kind of stems from that. I think it kind of stems from, I don't know. I want to get back to Omega. Okay, get why... back to Omega. Like you said it yourself, she's always getting herself into some kind of a trouble. Yeah, which she's is, a kid. That's she's a kid. A kid. Okay, we get that. Whatever, yada yada and, and, yada. And and to all of our our viewers and our listeners who are from uh, the Oceania area, <laughs> Australia, New Zealand, <clears throat> I mean no disrespect to you and your accents. I think your accents are awesome. Like Russell Crowe's great. Hugh Jackman's great. But something about Omega, Hanza. I can't stand them. Oh my God. <laughs> if she says, Hanta, Eco, hi, I'm Omega. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to fucking strangle the life out of her. I'm much more interested. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> I'm much more interested if they could get to the storyline of rescuing Crosshair and trying to fix him of his program. Stuff. Dude, I'm, fuck that guy. They but I'm much just... more interested in that fucking storyline than, than the storyline of let's protect Omega. Omega got in trouble again. Let's go rescue her. Omega got in trouble. Let's go rescue Omega got her. Fuck, got, fuck this bitch. She got in trouble again. Like, I'm getting sick of that. Like, I would be much more interested in being like, like, okay, let's figure out how to rescue Crosshair. Yeah, and... But they're, you're right. They're going to do that. They've already alluded to But you're to saying the... fuck this guy, but he's in, pretty much, unless, unless they change the storyline... Um, his entire reason for why he acts like that is because he's programmed. He's, he's, he's basically been uh, brainwashed into doing that. Now, it might get into another weird, interest, interesting storyline where they remove that little implant that he had in his brain, and after they remove it, he's still the same way. Now, that would be like a weird twist on things where it's like, maybe they're not all, you know, have to be brainwashed. Maybe some of them will actually support what the Empire Dude, is Dude, I would just... I would just... But they, they like I said, they've alluded to they're going to... Oh, we can't leave him behind. We're going to have to save him. They're going to. Yeah. Fuck that, though. I would just say, get the fuck away from him. He's going to come for you. And if he comes for you, then you fucking put a blaster through his eyeballs. Yeah, but you're saying fucking that. Fucking kill the guy. You're, you're saying that from the outside perspective of you're not a comrade in arms with this person. That's kind of how you're saying it. Imagine if uh, Mike Deloney something like situation like that where you knew he was brainwashed and you're like god damn he's brainwashed would you be like fuck this guy i'm gonna put a bull in his head if he comes they are clones but not they have thousands of brothers each other though they not grown in petri dishes but here's the thing this is the point of the bad batch though is they are the outsiders even amongst the clones they are the unique outsiders and they never felt connected to any of the other clones these five 
five now were the outsiders from everybody else. They were connected with their small group. They weren't connected with the other. Remember at the beginning of the show, they kept getting made fun of and they kept getting into like cafeteria classic high school fights with all the rest of the clones because they were treating them like shit. That's what it is. So you could say like there's a dime a dozen. There's not a dime a dozen of the Bad Batch though. Yes, but Cross has. He's a doesn't he's even a dick. Look, doesn't even look like a clone. He's a dick because he's brainwashed. But he's not with a clone troop now. He's with yeah, not the, now. But again, he's brainwashed. None of that matters. He's, he's enlisted. Like like they're they're enlisted. He's enlisted. They're regulars. They they. He's enlisted because he's brainwashed. Like what are you talking about? He's not. He didn't volunteer for the project. He said. He was brainwashed, and he said, "Sir, yes, sir. What do you want me to do, How sir?" How was he brainwashed? Because all clones have the implant injected in, when they're when they're created in their test tubes. All clones have the programmed bullshit injected into their, into their brain to be like, okay, when you know the shit goes down, you're going to listen to the Empire and the Emperor and all our. Soldiers. So he always had it. He always had it. They said it at the beginning of the of the series. The reason why. The rest of the bad batch didn't get affected in the crosshairs. Was was he wasn't one hundred percent brainwashed. He wasn't. Com- he was kind of brainwashed. There was a little bit of conflict in him, but he still kind of stuck with his soldiers follow orders nonsense. And the rest of them were so fucked up that they're like their their shit didn't even work for them. But he said like it doesn't work entirely. That's the reason why they were. He was on the surgical table so much because uh, um, Grandma went that Tarkin was like, we got to make sure that he is fixed entirely so that he follows my fucking orders. But he was already following orders in the beginning. But he was conflicted about it a little bit. Though. But couldn't you say that about all the clones then? They're they're all victims, right? Yes. So why not save them too? Because how are you going to save the entire army? You're not. There, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to kidnap every single individual clone and save them. It can't be then done. Then why risk everything for one? Because it's the person that you. It's like your brother. Again, we're re, we're going back. We're but circling they're all back. brothers. But again, we're circling back to the those five clones were together all the time, and they were all treated like shit by the other clones. They were all five treated like shit. So they were like they were the ones. Imagine you're imagine you're working somewhere. And you hang out with like, and you like get to know a few people and stuff like this, like clicks. You get to know a few people and stuff like that, and you hang out with like small group people. Turns out the rest of the company or the rest of the people at that restaurant or whatever hates those people. So you're like, and they hate you because you're now you're hanging out with them. Now you don't like the rest of the fucking people you work with, except for your small group. That's they're they're the small group. That's what it is. So so, so they, all these missions during the Clone War, that, that the bad clone, that, that that clone troop ninety nine went on. <coughs> You're saying Crosshairs always had that chip that he was always going to follow orders more so than the other guys. The, the other Am I right? around his group, yes. yes. But it never was an issue before. But it's an issue now? Because, because the, it's, it's the reason why the... Do I have to explain fucking Star Wars to you? Order 66. Order 66 was the deal breaker. Yeah, it was deal breaker because at the time they were all fighting for the same thing and he was listening to his generals. He was listening to like, they said, you're going on this mission. All right, we're going to go on this mission. Soldiers follow orders. We're going to do that. Okay, these are my, but these are my boys. I'm going to protect my boys. Let's fucking do it. And then now all of a sudden uh, things shift with Order 66. The rest of the Bad Batch is like, this is wrong. Like, why are we killing these Jedis? Like, the dude was a kid. Why would I fucking kill him? This is all wrong. None of this seems right. I fought with these Jedis. There's no way they're traitors. But he's like, enough of the fucking programming is... I feel like we've been talking about this way too fucking long. But enough of the programming, he's like, 
I don't know. Soldiers follow orders, and they gave us an order. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Soldiers follow orders. I see what you're saying, but fuck it. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. You got you to gotta look out for number one first. That dude made his bed. He can lay in it now because you got a job to do, and that's protecting Omega. Fuck because, Omega. Because she, she came in late. Fuck Omega. Omega has something. <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to say Omega. Yeah. Omega has something important about her. And I think it's either she's force sensitive. I don't think it's that important. I, th I think she's force sensitive. I think she's got a very high midichlorian count. I'll God, be, I, I hate I'll saying be, that word. I'll be honest with you. I don't give a shit if she sense four sense. You want to know why? At this point, they've told so many fucking Star Wars stories where the outcast or the person who's like special for some reason they're trying to catch him is like, oh, the reason why they're trying to catch him, he's force sensitive. Force sensitive. Yes. Everybody's force sensitive at this point. Like, who the fuck isn't force sensitive? I know, but what you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the main storyline all the time. She's force sensitive. Shut up. There We're, has, I'm tired of it. There has to be balance. That's how the force works. You have to have balance. Remember when the Empire was just kicking fucking ass and these little tiny fucking rebels were able to defeat them? Yeah. Do you remember when, when the Senate was at its might and all of a sudden they, they fell? Because you have to have balance. When one side, the light Not or the dark... everybody needs to be force-sensitive, though. That's my point. But Not look at what's going on. Look what's going on with the Empire right now. The dark side. The dark side is, is way ahead. So the force must overcompensate. But they've already overcompensated enough, in my I think. I think they've already overcompensated enough. At this point, there's more force-sensitive people on the rebel side than there are on the fucking uh, Empire side. Like, if you look back in all the books and look back in all the exterior TV shows and everything like that, there's two people force-sensitive on the Empire side. Darth Vader and Darth that's Sidious. that's how Siths work. I understand that. At this point, there's way fucking more force-sensitive people on the Rebel side. I think they've overcompensated It's enough. not necessarily numbers as it is power. That's why the Siths only keep two, because they know just having two, they will be more powerful. Yeah, but like power doesn't matter in the way of a Jedi. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. And we've in the way learned, of a Jedi. we've seen that. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. But there needs to be balance. I think it's balanced as a motherfucker. Is what I think. We'll see what happens with Omega. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens at the end of the show. We'll, we'll, She's gonna be a Palpatine clone. Shall see. You heard it here you first, folks. All right, Scott. Yes, let's move sir. on. It's time to talk about Coerce of Cinema. Coerce of Cinema, your turn. Coerce of Cinema. Is my turn to go your first? Your turn to go first. All right, so to remind everybody what movies you watch for Coerce of Cinema, I gave you Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler on Netflix, and you gave me Troll Hunter, a found footage Norwegian movie mm -hmm. um, to talk about. And I guess Not only is it found footage, but it's found footage with subtitles. Yes, it is, very much so. Yes. Um, so I'll go first. I found it... Difficult at times to follow the movie. You're not good with subtitles. You I told me that before. I would prefer scoot up, scoot up on that mic a little bit, buddy. Scoot up on I the was. Mic. Scoot your chair. Scoot your chair up. I'm going to listen to you first. Okay, fair enough. I, I don't have a problem with subtitles if it's involving a story I'm interested in. Is what I'm going to say. So, like for example, when you gave me Seven Samurai, we both love feudal Japan. I love feudal Japan stuff, so I was engaged in it, and it made me want to listen to it. Norway looks like a beautiful country. I don't give a fuck about Norway, though. I, and it sounds insulting, but what I'm saying is I don't 
really it's not, it's not a culture that interests me maybe there's some stories that interest me about a little bit the norse mythology is fine but it doesn't interest me me enough to be like i'm gonna watch a whole bunch of movies that are norwegian and have no subtitles i'm fine if you do it dub I'm perfectly fine that being aside it's interesting it, the cover on it says it's the best monster movie since jurassic park i don't know about that but it's an interesting movie it's a movie about a guy who is a troll hunter. He's a government-sanctioned key, key key to the story. He's government-sanctioned troll hunter. There's a there's a uh, di- uh, there's a division. Division. In thank it. you. I couldn't think of the word. Division of the government that is dedicated towards hunting trolls in Norway because they got a big troll problem. Mm-hmm. They got a huge troll problem, and it's about these college students who are doing some type of dissertation they're doing some kind of documentary yeah it's, they're it's documentary they're but filmmakers like, but it's it's you're gonna knock that glass over buddy i'm gonna scoot that over it's off the edge on that side oh, um yeah. uh they're doing some type of documentary about uh at the time they think it's like crazy bear deaths and things like that there's like ra- it seems to be random bear attacks is the official story and they're finding dead bears and so there's lots of talk of this one guy who doesn't have a bear hunting license, but he keeps hunting bears. And so like, we got to talk to this guy and they fall into the darkness. They thought trail. he was a poacher. Yeah. And so they follow him on this trail and he, they go follow him in the darkness and he comes running out like trolls. I love that scene. That's what he says. Trolls! Yeah. And there's a troll. <laughs> so cool. He's running away from a troll. It turns out, boom, he's hunting trolls. <clears throat> so because he's kind of sick of like, He's kind of sick of the whole status quo of it. He's sick and tired of being like, look, I'm fighting this, I'm fighting this fight by myself. I'm not really getting that much support. Like, the people need to know about what's going on. He lets the kids, the college students, follow him along in his troll hunts. Um, which the government is hating. They, the, the government official that is in charge of the division of that area, he hates it. Hates First it. of all, why is it such a big deal to keep trolls a secret? That's what I was wondering. It makes no fucking yeah. sense. It makes, like, you're not getting, it's it's the same question I asked Flat Earthers. It makes no sense why you would keep something like that a secret. What benefit do you have by keeping the existence of trolls a secret? It make, if anything, you bring it out into the public, people can be a little bit more safe about it and they can know how to handle the situation and save their sheep and their cattle and everything like that. Like, and you don't have, and you can put more money officially into this division so that they can have the dudes can have better equipment there could be more people it makes no it makes could no you sense. say the same thing about aliens though yeah but alien that's different is it it is because that would be a lot of people not so much today but in decades past a lot of people believe that especially in the religious areas mm-hmm. of the population a lot of people believe that it would um represent a crisis in faith and a crisis that a lot of people wouldn't be able to deal with and there'd be a lot of chaos and suicides and murders and shit like that because they're like well the bible told us that we're the center of the universe and we're the only blah 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 this and everything but apparently this exists what no way so that's maybe a little different i don't know but at the same time <coughs> forget about the alien thing i i, I get what you're saying that's there. there's a benefit for but with the that trolls secret. with the trolls they're per- how they're how they're portrayed in this film they're animals they're animals yes they're not like aliens the, are not animals they're not like assume. the fantasy version like the tolkien version of a troll like yeah, this there's, is, a, there's a troll living on our bridge but he's not jumping out and asking you like a bunch they of don't questions. speak yeah they're animals they're no different than really, the main story of the reason why they're being so active is like it ends up being 
there's a Jotun, a Jotner who's come down who has rabies. And the troll has rabies and he's given rabies to the other trolls and that's what's making them go out of their normal territories mm -hmm. and, you know, being more brazen than they normally right, would be. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's a little different than aliens because there's another incentive to keep that secret is you want to make sure that other governments don't know that you have got alien technology and you're going to research it and there's not going to be like, you know, spies coming in and infiltrating your areas and shit like that. It's a whole, it's a whole government conspiracy thing going on. So, um, it's a fine movie. It's a it's actually not a bad found footage film. It's really not a bad found footage film. I know why you like it. You're into the whole Bigfoot's trolls, that Loch Ness monster kind of stuff. Which Cryptozoology. Is cool. yes. I, I, you're, you're really into that. I found it. I found it really weird. The so one of the big things which is very weird is he makes a point by saying, "Are any of you Christian?" And he says, "Because they can smell Christ your belief in God." That's a little weird. And there's the cameraman who is a secret Christian. He didn't want to tell them because he wanted to stay on the project or whatever. But they get stuck in a cave where a bunch of king trolls or whatever. They got a bunch mountain of, They got a bunch of names for them. Mountain king trolls. That's their lair. There's like five of them or something like that. And they have to like spend the night almost in this troll cave because they have to hide from these uh, trolls. Because the sunlight turns them to stone or makes them explode. One or the other thing, which is really cool. I really like the way mm -hmm. they kind of did that. Um, but the, he, he ends up getting killed. His head gets bitten off or whatever. Some, for some reason and some why reason, I don't know why, they bring in another camera person. They got to finish the story now. Why didn't one of the other people just pick up the fucking camera? Because they're did, different jobs. You mean to tell me they waited for a person to run the camera as opposed to when they knew some shit was going on and the dude knew like he had to get up and find this, figure out what the fuck is going on, why these trolls would be coming down from the hills and everything like that. You mean tell me they waited for somebody to come? Because they have to come in on train. Yes, but she had to bring her own camera. They broke their camera, too. Mm, that camera still worked a little bit. It was cracked, but it yeah. still worked. You know? She brought a new camera. Too. Anyway, I thought the ending was pretty cool. I thought it was really cool watching um, the, can't remember his name, but Hans, was that his name? His name was Hans. Um, he, was basically, he was essentially playing hero. At the end of it, whenever they were up in the mountains and they were figuring out why, and he figures out, oh, there's a Jotner, which is the biggest, the biggest fucking troll. It's fucking huge. And it's got rabies and it's going wild. And you could see from a distance, like the camera zooming in on him and you can see him doing his hero stuff. He's got his Jeep and he gets out of the Jeep and he points his big shiny UV spotlights and flashes and he's like, oh, it looked really cinematic. It was pretty fucking cool. Um, didn't like the ending though. I thought it was like... It was abrupt, very Blair Witchy ending. Abrupt and just kind of yeah. unfinished and everything like that. But this is a fine movie. If you like found yeah, footage, if it. you like those kind of uh, crypto monster kind of movies, it's it's fine. It's a unique movie. So, you know, I, I didn't hate it. I just would have preferred dubbed. That okay. way I could look away from the screen every now and then and not be lost. All right. Talk about Uncut Gems, Scott. What did you think of that? I watched Uncut it specifically because we talked about it before and we heard it was a good movie. And so I was like, you know what? I don't have a movie. Scott, I'm going to watch it. So Uncut Gems was on my list. I have heard nothing but good things about the movie. Uh, so I put it on my list on my yeah, Netflix. It had been to, on mine for a while. Like to watch this movie. But I was just putting it off, putting it off, leery about watching it because... Let me tell you about Adam Sandler. I think we talked about this on the show before. I used to be a real big Adam Sandler fan. When I was a kid in the oh, yeah. 90s, 
arguably his two most famous films. I fucking loved both of them. Happy Gilmore. I, Happy Billy Gilmore Madison. and Billy Madison. Those are the two I'm talking yeah. about. I, I watched those movies religiously. I could quote them. I had them so on VHS. Who want to touch like, the It's such Heidi. a quotable movie. Yeah. So in the last couple of years, I've recently re- re-watched both of them. They do not hold up. I imagine. Happy Gilmore kind of holds Ooh, up. Ooh, there's some cringy parts. There is some cringy parts, but that holds up better than Billy Madison. And I'm just like... Ooh, these movies don't hold up, and I loved them as a kid. So because of that, that kind of turned me off of uh, Adam you know, Sandler. You know what I recommend you go back and rewatch? Big Daddy. Was not a good Adam Sandler movie, I'd argue. It's not a very funny one, but from the, especially you as a father, from the emotional side of things mm-hmm. and the parenting side, it's kind of almost a decent story, I guess. You, you know might what? like it better as a, now I, that you're dead. I haven't watched that in a while. I haven't watched Little Nicky in a while. Those don't are watch two. that. That one again. So there's two that I love, and I still like them, and that's Fifty First Dates. I love Fifty that's First Dates. That's not bad either. Actually. And I like The Wedding Singer. Yeah, that's a classic. Too. Those two I really like. Those those two still hold a special place in my heart. But the rest of it, I'm kind of like done with Adam Sandler. Then he does like the Hubie Halloween films, which yeah. Now he's doing he's doing more of the I'm just doing it for fuck because they're gonna pay me to do it. So why won't oh I he do does it? all his net Netflix movies? I can't now. blame him for it. He's making money just doing what he wants. But to Uncut do, so. Gems is not a Happy Madison production. No. He didn't produce it. It's very he's much just, a drama. It's very it, it's out of it's breaking the mold of his comedy films. He did. He tried drama for a little while, and it didn't really work out for him. So I think he's kind of gone back. He's trying it every now and he then. He did I that think. movie Spanglish, yeah, which was kind of a serious role for him. There were funny parts, but it was. I didn't like the movie Spanglish. I think there was another serious role he did too. Yeah, but um, it didn't really pull it off. This one, I tell you what, this one, I hate to say this, and please call me out. Call me out if I'm wrong, but I feel like he got this role just like anybody else would have. Like, he auditioned and nailed the audition and got the role because they needed a Jewish character. Yeah, but what's wrong with that, though? There's nothing wrong with that. Well, is, here's, here's why I say what's wrong with that, because right now we have this... I'm not going to say it's a problem, but we have this thing that happens nowadays whenever... Um, they're looking for roles for movies like they're looking for the ugly teen or they're looking for the fat guy or the bald guy. We well, now have good looking actors like your Brad Pitts and your Angelina Jolie's that are ugling themselves up for the purpose of taking these roles as opposed to let's find a real fat guy as opposed to somebody who's willing to put on 50 pounds and shit like that. Like it used to be like we've got to find the guy who's like who's the fat guy that's going to be in the movie and we got those guys. Now it's like Brad Pitt's going to throw on 50 to 75 pounds to play a role and it's like right, that's fine, but why can't we get somebody who is like now wait, part wait, of that wait. part of that role? So You're telling me Jonah Hill lost all this weight? Oh Jesus, that leaves us with Jack Black and Josh Gad. Like, why not? <laughs> why not though? Why not? So yeah. if there's like a if there's a movie role where it calls for like, okay, we're looking for a Jewish person. Right. You want to look for a Jewish person. Like you want to do some fine because you can tell not to be that guy, but I think Jewish people will say the same thing. You could tell when somebody's not Jewish. You could probably tell when somebody doesn't seem Jewish, they don't they don't look Jewish. Like, I asked four people in my family. And I'm going to ask you right I'm now. Gonna, I'm going to ask you right now. All right. Right now. Without hesitation. First name that pops under your head. Famous Jew. Name it. Um, Come on. 
I don't want to say Adam Sandler. You, you say Adam Sandler because that's the yeah, answer. You, yeah, if you're talking acting, yes. I was thinking Mel Brooks. Okay. That uh, that's who I was going for. So I, I asked four people. Four people. The first two, Adam Sandler, yeah. without hesitation. The next one, which was my mother, she did an awesome job. And I'm like, I can't argue with that answer. She goes, Jesus. And I'm like, well, good job, famous All right. Jew. I mean, you can't argue with and that. My sister was like, William Shatner. I'm like, you only know he's Jewish from the Adam Sandler song. And she goes, yes. I'm like, so by default, your answer is Adam Sandler but also. Again, though, okay, so you're looking for, when you're doing this movie, you're looking for, you want at least one big name. At least one big name, and it has to be a Jewish person. So if you're going to say... You were want, in the movie. We want a... We want... <laughs> we want a big name who is also Jewish. Who the fuck are you going to call? Adam Sandler. Right. Who, That's my point. Name, name, but name... But here's my other point. Name another big Jewish actor. Oh, there's lots of them, but none... That people, none, know, that people know is Jewish. None on the level of Adam Sandler. Exactly. Adam Sandler is the guy. I That's was, my point. That's my point I'm trying to make. Yes. Yeah. But I, I, I joke, but you were in the movie because for those of you who have been longtime listeners, we say, Adam, and now you can see because we're doing it, we're doing the video podcast, Adam looks like a white weekend. I look nothing like a weekend. <laughs> you look like the white, nothing no, like him. you look like the white weekend. No. Maybe, and, maybe, maybe when I had hair, maybe, well, but no. Forget the hair. The, you are the white weekend. I got chubby cheeks, man. He does. He does. Yes, he does. Now he does. Yes. But not when he did this movie. The week. Yes. He had some work done since this film, but yes. that's neither here nor there. Yes. The weekend's in this movie. He found out that I look like him. And he had to go get some plastic <laughs> <surgery. laughs> yeah, That's it. That's Sorry. it. So, so the weekend's in it. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Kevin Garnett plays a really big role in this he movie. Is. He's like a, he main, he's like a so, main character. He does so well, too. But at any rate, um, I think Adam Sandler does an amazing job. He's very good in this movie. He does a really nice... The movie, like, <coughs> he's the character. He's like a... He's like a uh, he owns a jewelry store. Right, right. Maybe it's a shady jewelry store. Maybe no, 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 some shit's going on. But... He owns a jewelry store, and yeah, like that's how Kevin Garnett gets involved. He 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 pays this guy who goes to parties and goes to events, and he makes he hobnobs with the big shots. And he's like, hey, you know, if you're looking for your earrings, you're looking for your ring, whatever. Mm. I got this guy. Like he has a baller store, and so that's how Kevin Garnett gets involved and everything right. like that. So, and I will say that his character, how Howie, Howie. Howard, I'll, let me. I'll look up the IMDb. He gets himself into trouble, and it's his own fucking fault. I was gonna say, because one of my biggest, I'm not gonna say problems. But one of uh, his name is Howard. Yes, Howard Ratner. One of my biggest things about this movie was there's literally nobody to root for. There's mm -hmm. almost no good person in this movie. Even um, Kevin Garnett is a fucking asshole a little bit. Yes, like the whole point, the whole reason why he's involved, and the reason why Howard gets in trouble is because he has this. He shows Kevin Garnett this ruby or gem, this gem that he got from it's a like, black opal. Yeah, that he got from like Africa or some mm -hmm. shit like that. That he paid a bunch of money to go over the bring over, and he wasn't gonna sell it to him. He just wanted to like show it off. And so Kevin Garnett's like, "Let me borrow it for the weekend." You'd never do, but let me borrow it for the weekend. Yada yada yada. And that kind of starts the whole thing because he keeps it for like two weeks or some shit like that. Yeah. And so Howard's all pissed off. But like, he's but he not plays a good really well basketball when he has the. Yeah, so he considered it his luck charm. But, like, 
even like Howard's not a good person. He's really not. Nobody's good people. His family's not really good. I would argue his wife is good because she recognizes Adina a, Menzel. Yeah, she recognizes he's a complete total fuckhead and is not even even at the later point when he leaves his mistress, who's a hot young twenty something. Um, she was okay looking. She was good looking. She was good looking. She was okay. Like I, I don't know if I'd leave Adina Menzel for her. Well, I don't think he was choosing to leave Adina Menzel. I think they had problems and she kicked him out of the house, basically, and they were getting a divorce. No, I think... Because he didn't want to leave her. I think he was cheating with this young, attractive thing that worked for him. I mean, it could him. have been. I mean, it could have been that. And he yeah. got caught cheating. That's what it was. I mean, it could have been that. I just assumed because he was a complete and total fuckhead, even without the cheating aspect mm-hmm. of it. But even, like, towards, like, the middle, towards the end of the movie, when he tries, like, make amends with his wife and gives him the whole monologue of, like, look, I've been an asshole, I know, like, but, you know, we can we can work this out, I love you, I care about you so much. She gives him the sarcastic, like, no, honey, I don't even, I, you disgust me, I don't even want to look at you, this is not happening, go fuck off. And I was like, that's cool. That mm. was a cool part of it. Um, talk about the ending, though. Like, that's, that's the moment where I, like, the ending is where so, I sat up and I was like, holy shit, they went, they went in this direction. I didn't so, expect it. So, it, it's, it's one of those m- movies where there's a million things happening at one time. Yeah, there's and too much And if something can about. go wrong for him, it will. He's, he's got issues with the mob. He's got mob people on his tail. He borrows a lot of money to gamble. He borrows a, a lot of money. Problem. He has a bookie. He has a bookie that he owes a ton of money to. He has a really bad gambling issue. He's just not a good person. But his gambling addiction comes into play here because he sells this gem to Kevin Garnett for a lot of money. Takes all of that money... And that he's supposed it. to give to the uh, to the mob. He's supposed to give him that, and that'll, right. ki- that'll kind of get them off his back a little bit. They come to his shop to basically get the money from him, and they get locked in this like tiny room, like it's a security like a, room. Yeah, it's like a in between it, between the outside. It's like you and the buzz store. in the first door, you get a buzz in the second door. They're caught in between the doors. He won't. They're, he they're he locks them in there. there because he's like, "Look, you guys don't understand. I know I was going to give you the money, but I made this big bet. I know he's going to win. It's going to pay off. He bet one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like one hundred seventy-five. I think one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars <throat> on Kevin Garnett. A bunch so, of different bets for yeah. the game, and um. If he wins this, he's going to have $2 million or a million and a half. It's like $5 million, something like that. It's it's up in the millions of dollars. And the whole time it's happening, you're watching this bet play out. and You're you're kind of rooting for the bet to come through. Yeah, like like the entire basketball game, they're locked in the little in-between room. It's close. He's got the TV on in there, and he's like talking. Like, look, see, we're going to do it. It's going to happen. We're going to make a lot of money. And if he wins this bet, he will be rich, and he will solve all of his problems. Exactly. He'll pay off his debt to the mob. He'll pay off his debt to his bookie. He will be able to fix up the things that he he owes family members so much money. He would be able to— His father-in-law. Father-in-law. He will be able to fix so many problems if he wins this bet. But I'm thinking, I'm like, at the very end, one thing's going to happen, and it's yeah, not. That's, that's what I thought that's was going to That's the way it's been going for the entire movie. I'm like, I'm like he's going to come so close to winning this bet, and he's just going to lose it at the last minute. And he's going to be out this money, and the mob's right here ready to get him. And instead, he wins the fucking bet. Oh, he, everything works out. He wins the bet. He's got the money. And even even the people who were in there were like, you did it. You did it. Yeah, his brother-in-law is like with the with the bookie that he, or the mobster that he owes money to. Right. And he's like, like, holy shit, you actually like did it. Like, like how stupid are they? They're about to get paid. Yeah. They're about to get 
fucking paid. And he opens the door and spoilers. The fucking guy shoots him in the head. The leader of the mob uh, group, literally within two seconds of him open the door, Adam Sandler's got like the most happiest face. I was like, like we did it, and then we did bang, it, we did it, we did it, right in his fucking eye. Holy shit! Kills him. Kills him. Yeah. And then he kills the other guys with him. Yeah. Well, he he kills the uh, his brother-in-law. He doesn't kill the. There's four guys. There's three guys total, and they kills him. And then his, his brother-in-law brother was the bookie. Yes, but he, but he, the was money the, too. he was the mob. But the other guy was the mobster, wasn't he? Right. He was, yeah. And so he tells his the guy, the, his brother-in-law is like, oh my God, what did you do? We were going to get paid. Like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? And he told him to shut the fuck up. And they bust down all the glass. Mm -hmm. They take all the fucking gems and they end up shooting the brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was the moment where I was like, holy shit, this movie turned real quick. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was exceeded expectations is what I'm going to say. It's, it lovely did not meet what I thought was going to happen. I thought that was a good point towards it. Um, it was very fitting to end the way it did. I kind of yeah. feel bad for his family. I mean, no. the, I do, because as much as the guy sucked, his kids didn't do anything wrong, and they lost their dad. No, but his daughter, he had a daughter and two sons, I believe. Right, right. His daughter already didn't like him because no. he wasn't showing up to like pageants. But and... she was like a fucking teenager. What teenager likes your parents? Yeah, but I'm... But still, like, still he, don't want him to but die. his daughter recognized that he was not a good person. Like, his youngest son doesn't know anything that's going on. But his eldest son, um, who kind of was at the beginning, like, almost a role model, like, they piled around. Even towards the end, he was like, he recognized his dad was fucking around. Like, he recognized that, yeah. you know, oh, he his dad it. is not the person that I think he is. Yeah. So. So, um, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Kind of depressing. Yeah. Kind of depressing. I would if never you're looking watch it for again. something fun and lighthearted, this is not your movie. I would never watch There's it. There's a million time. other Adam Sandler films you could watch that will make you happy and you'll make you laugh. This is not one of them. I think he did an excellent job. Yeah. I'm going to give credit to him because this is out of his comfort zone. This isn't his typical role. It roles. shows, given maybe the right script and the right director, maybe he can do serious. I think know? we're going to see more. I think we're going to see more maybe. roles like this for him in the future. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. So, okay. All right, Scott, it's time to pick next week's course of cinema. Okay. I, uh, I pick for you, and this is a movie I actually watched today. It's kind of been a movie that I didn't know if I was going to watch it or not um, because this particular actor I used to love, but now he's kind of he's kind of fallen under the wheelhouse for me. I just, I'm just kind of like, eh, with him, but I watched it, and so I want you to watch it too. I don't know if you've seen it. The movie Gemini Man starring Will Smith. I have not seen it, but starring, I'm familiar. Starring Will Smith and Will Smith. Two um, Will Smiths. Two Will Smiths in this movie. It is on it's Hulu. Starring, it's starring Will Smith, and it's starring The Fresh Prince. Yes. That's what Basically it is, honestly. What it is. Okay. That's kind of what it is. Okay. So, yeah. So, it, that is on Hulu. Gemini Man. Hulu. Yes. Hulu. Okay. I'm going to give you a movie that I watched a while ago, um, and it was a pleasant surprise. And what made me watch this movie, I don't know, because I went in blind. I'd like you to go in blind, too. Because okay. um, when you go in not expecting anything and you're surprised, that's that's the good thing. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix, and it's called What Happened to Monday. You know, you've talked about this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. And I, you've talked about it enough where I actually put it on my list of things to watch. I just never watched Do it. Do you know anything about it? I've read the description okay. of it on uh, Netflix. So okay. I don't know much about it. So uh, well, you're gonna watch it for coercive next. Week. All right. So to remind everybody, that is for me. What happened to Monday on Netflix and Gemini Man on Hulu for Scott Malanke? Yes, sir. 
if you guys would like to get a hold of for distraction give us suggestions for course cinema if we've seen them or not or if you have any experience with the goop products email us for distraction at gmail.com facebook twitter search for distraction at podcast fyd soundcloud we're on itunes spotify google play search for distraction so something happened um i didn't realize this was going to happen when i fixed the name problem on spotify and google play it fucked up all the itunes and google play and uh spotify listeners so if you are watching this on youtube and google play you might have to resubscribe i my fault i screwed it up and i can't fix it it's just gonna have to move on from here resubscribe people it, it should be on there it, i had to do it on soundcloud did you have to do it on SoundCloud? i i when you change an art i don't know why you had to do it on soundcloud that's I weird did. i don't know why soundcloud should have not been affected at all but when I, I had to change the rss feed and that kind of screwed things up i didn't realize it until after the fact but it is what it is life goes on resubscribe or if you're new subscriber subscribe to those too you know we are we should be on there i re-put us on there we had some big changes i mean you could you could watch us now yeah. on facebook live and on youtube which is which is a new thing we, we haven't been doing that until recently and when we i'm we still make working changes, out the kinks we're still working out the kinks but when you grow some things have to go by the wayside that, that that's that's the nature of growth yeah so we're doing our best here we apologize for any inconvenience to our longtime listeners if you're on youtube and you have any suggestions or if you want to comment on anything that you want us to do on there like and subscribe on there you know leave a comment i'll read them i will read them and i if you just want me to give you a shout out sure i'll give you a shout out why not Who send cares? dick pics we can show them too now I won't do that, but unless will, it's impressive, I will describe them and if, I will talk if it's, about if them. If it's an impressive cock, then I'm gonna show it. But if it's a regular old, you know, sloppy John, you can forget about it. Are we it. gonna do a new segment, dick ratings? Is that what we're gonna do, dick ratings? You know what? No, <laughs> we're not. No, okay, we're not. Maybe when we get the vagina-smelling candle in here yeah we'll raid some dicks patreon too. coming soon if you guys want us to review the vagina smelling candle 